Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Lena. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. How are you feeling? I'm in a great mood, to be honest. Um, it's been a good week for me. I'm like, you know, back in the gym, back eating right. Um, you know, just trying to be more productive every day. Like, I feel really, really productive. I'm trying to embrace the time change, which I normally hate because um, I'm not really the most social person. Um, you know, just trying to take care of myself internally and externally. What about yourself? I'm good. I just been busy. (laughs) I just been money, worrying about that, trying to get my life together. You know, that's it. Nothing, nothing spectacular is happening with me. Just trying to get my life in order. But uh, that's about As that's all are. I can do right now. It's just been a dope week in the words of Black Girl Brunch. It's just dope. <laughs> <laughs> it is just dope. <laughs> right. Can't complain. Um I can complain, but I won't. That's how but I that's feel. That's good. I hate compl- yeah, I fucking hate complaining. That's why I don't do it. So right. I'm right. just figuring shit out as we go. It's okay but, to vent, um, but because what really is the difference between venting and complaining? Because sometimes you need. I to feel vent. like I feel like venting is like a one. I had I got it all out. Complaining is like talking about the same shit and not really doing nothing to change it. Mm. For yeah. me, like I, I feel like when I have keep repeating myself, if I feel like I'm keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again, I'm a, I get on my own nerves. <laughs> like I started getting irritated like stop saying that shit like fix it then like if, if it's bothering you just shut the fuck up like I started right. getting tired of saying the same thing like it started aggravating me so I'm just like I'm I'm, I'm not complaining like I'm I'm a vent about it and that's it leave it there right. and then I'm gonna work on figuring it the fuck out yeah, well, I, I was going to say something so left, but I don't know if she listens to this podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. I had a relative. You were about to talk shit about somebody. <laughs> I had a, a close relative uh, give me a two-hour earful yesterday. And oh, this is my thing. I don't mind if you, you know, vent to me about stuff. Um, but there has to, at some point, I don't want to hear... If it's the exact same thing, like and like you said, but like it's one thing to be like, "Are this your dude or something?" And even that, after a while, I'll probably get irritated. But you know, it's like your your living situation, and I mean, like ten years of it. You know, that is like right. okay, you know, and that's what I was hearing. Like ten years of no matter of fact, it's been like seventeen years. Of the same stuff. And I'm like, you know, then they're like, oh, I wish you could come here so you could see what I'm talking about with this neighbor and that neighbor. And I was like, what difference does it make if I come see it? It's not going to change. That's how the fuck I feel. That's why I'm tired (laughs) of complaining. That's why I'm tired of complaining. Because in a second, I'm going to blow the fuck up. (laughs) Well, you have to get it out. You have to get it. Out. We gonna no. I ain't gonna complain. I'm just do something, and y'all gonna have <laughs> well, to get a go film a go find me to make sure I'm straight. Cause baby, the right. hood. 
is giving very much hood. <laughs> With Nene saying, you know, Candy, she's a little hood. That's how it feels. <laughs> I don't know. But, I feel like it's good to, you know, get it out, do what you got to do. But, um, yeah, you know, complaining can yeah, be. Yeah, I'm a all about action. Um, I get tired of complaining. And then some things, that action going to be a reaction. It's going to be a problem. Well, so, I mean, girl, as long as you got your own bell money, like you said, do what you got to do. Not, I got my glow people. <laughs> my glow folks going to make sure I'm straight. Do what you I've been, do, I've, been like, saying, I've been complaining about this for a minute, but right. hot ass minute. So, but this weekend we had some really sad news. Um, yeah. Uh, reality star and singer Tracy Braxton of Braxton Family Values um, passed away over the weekend. Um, she was battle- battling esophageal cancer um, mm-hmm. for over- for about a year. Um, she passed away Saturday morning in her home, I believe, like in her hometown of um, Maryland. So mm-hmm. I'm really, I was really, really sad about that. That, I was so sad. That broke my heart. That, that really made sad. me so sad. It felt like a cousin or something passed away. Like, yeah. Like an aunt or something. Like, I felt so bad. Like, uh, I knew, I had a feeling she was sick because of the pictures that appeared over the summertime. But I, you, I felt. saying that. Yeah, it was um, a picture that was circulating over the summertime when her son got married. And she appeared really, really thin. Um, her face was a little ashen. You know, like, you could tell something wasn't right. Like, you could tell this wasn't a cosmetic thing, you know? Right. Um, and I was just hoping... And I knew she had been quiet on socials for a while, so I was just hoping, like, she'll be okay. So that was... That really upset me. Yeah. I really, like... Uh, you know, I don't... I'm not a crier. So I was... I I even shed, like, tears, and I, I was really upset about it. She was one of my favorite Braxton's. Like, yeah, I loved is. when she was there because she just says whatever, you know? She's well, she like, was real. She's very yeah, authentic. very. I think that's why people liked her. Um, I know that's why I liked her because she was very relatable. It wasn't all that, you know, PR kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell there's things probably going on behind the scenes that we, we didn't see and she would just react and she didn't give a shit. Like, you know, I'm tired of mm-hmm. biting my tongue. I'm tired of, you know, being like, oh, everything is okay. When it's like these little micro things that, you know, is going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes or whatever. Um, I, I, you know, it was, to me, she was very young. That's the part that hurt yeah, the most. Yeah, 50 like, is really, really young. That's young as shit. Um, it's, I, nobody knew she was sick. So that was another thing. Um, I don't know. It, it just. It did hurt me. I found out the way that I found out, um, somebody told me as I was doing my daughter's hair, so I wasn't on social media for real that day. And they're like, Oh yeah, did you know such and such died? And I'm like, Who? Yeah. Um, I I knew. I had a feeling you didn't know, but I was like, I don't like telling people that somebody passed away. I hate that. Really? I hate it. Cause I be feeling like I don't know what space people are in just to just like share information, like block stuff. So, yeah. like, when it's, like, something like that, I just feel like you'll figure it out on social media. Yeah, but I don't know, because really I just don't be knowing what. But it bothered me. She's really... I, one thing I could say is I'm happy that they did the show because she got to live out the things she wanted to do. 
Right. You know, she was able to put out a song, and that song that they that she had in the album, that song they played that on WDAS all the damn time. Oh so, really? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't yes. she on a show or something like that? Didn't she like do a? She that, did a have a radio, radio show. Mm-hmm. She had a radio show in, um, I believe, like in the DMV area. Mm-hmm. So, um, she got to live out some really great things. All the things that she really. When that first season, she said she wanted to sing. She wanted to sing back up for her sister. She wanted to put out her own music. You yeah. know, she had a beautiful, you know, family. Got to have a grandchild and experience these things. You know, I'm I'm very happy that she was able to do that. And from the, the things that her mom posted, it seems like she was fighting to the end and that she was kind of, you know, very at peace, you know. Did it say how long she knew? Um, for about a year, they said it's been like a year. Was this stage four? Um, I don't know, but I feel like anything that has to do with the respiratory system is really aggressive. Right. So I, I'm I'm guessing like it just you know, and with a plant a pandemic going on and everything else, it's so hard, you know having something like that and being able to live and be free. I will say I did notice that the sisters were like posting each other a little bit more often. So I pray that they were all able to like really heal and really work on their sisterhood and everyone is at peace, you know, because I, you know, I have sisters and I could never, ever imagine losing one of them. So when was Tamar's I would be nowhere good. Was that last um, year? About 2020, so about almost two years ago. About two years ago. Yeah. Okay. It's just, they just go through a lot. That family yeah. has been going through a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine being a part of, you know, these public things and, you know, losing people. And I remember Tracy was one of the ones that was seemed the most affected by losing her niece because she said she was really close to her. Mm-hmm. Um. That's just sad. I couldn't imagine yeah. as a mother to bury my daughter, one of my kids. And already having a scare with two other kids. That's what I'm saying. Know? Like, that's what I'm saying. You know, like Tony had lupus and it had got mm-hmm. really, really bad. And then I mean Tony still has lupus, obviously. But it was it was really, really bad. And then with Tamar's suicide attempt, and then you lose another child and you have to watch them kind of wither. It's tough, and I, you know, I really do pray for their family. And yes, Tracy Lord. will be honestly, you know, very missed. And yeah, she. I I was watching all of her clips like a couple of weeks ago, and I was cracking up. And I don't know why, because like YouTube always send me people's like best clips, like reality TV yeah. best clips, and I'll watch them and I'll crack up. And I was watching hers, and I started watching the Braxtons. I was like. You know, despite all their drama, they really had a good friendship. Like, they really are all funny when they're all happy. They, it is it, really beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, they right. all really get along. And I feel like their TV show, every, I tell you, every sisters go through shit. But I feel like when you have a camera, it, it magnifies it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it, it might be a small thing to them in real life, but because it's on TV, it's huge. 
and for the world well, to see it. Because it's money involved. Because remember when they yeah. all had walked off, but Tracy kept working because she needed the money, and they was like mm-hmm. mad at her. And it's just as you know, it's a shame. Honestly, I'll say this: if I seen things in her that. I recognize in my own self and I'm mm-hmm. like, and these are things that it's unfortunate, but I know, I don't know how to say this without it sounding harsh. Cause it's going to sound harsh. Um, maybe I should shit. I'll just say this. It just seemed like she always got the shitty end of the stick. And this just did not like, this is like, well, damn, like if I was happy, like, well, damn, like, and then I, now I got, got to go through this too. Like I, I'm always the one with the bad, end of things like i think it depends on how you look at life you know what i mean right because to be honest did she really get the shitty in the stick she has a loving marriage she had a beautiful home beautiful child got to live out her dreams money wasn't a problem you know what i mean like she really did all the things she wanted to do so i think sometimes we obsess over so much in life where it's when you really look at it you have a great life you know, you might not have like everything she wanted to do. I mean, she went on tour. She had a song that hit the billboard. She had a radio show. She did like, she was able to provide for her family in a way that she wasn't before, you know, got to have experienced her child being married. That's a lot of things people don't get to see. People don't get to, a lot of, you know, people that pass may not get to see their child get married, get to see their child, you know, have a child, you know, I think sometimes you just have to look at life head full. And when you think about it, like, you know, like, look at Tamar living high on a hog, but she was going through all that shit in her house. Oh, I don't consider her better either. You know, I'm um, just saying the, the grand <laughs> scheme not. of things that when they pro- first promoted the show, you know what I mean? Like these, right. these big things. And it's like, you know, everybody has shit going on. It just yeah. depends on how you look at life. And, yeah, no, I agree. And yeah. I I look at it like I feel like she it's unfortunate that it seems like there was always a point of contention with her. Um mm-hmm. I know she was the closest to her dad. Everybody kind of resented her for that. It was always like her against everybody else. It was and and not mm-hmm. in the positive light. And it's just unfortunate that she was misunderstood for as long as she was cuz she seemed extremely misunderstood. Um but, you know, it's just unfortunate. I'm, You know, mm-hmm. like you said, it is a blessing she was able to be married and have a grandchild. Um, you know, those little, they tried to put that stuff out there about her marriage, but it didn't seem like, it. you know, anything came out of it. It was just speculation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, it's just, I hope that when she passed that everybody was just on really good terms. And mm-hmm. I pray for their family. I really do because yeah, I, I can't imagine um, yeah. a, a being a part of a, a you know a, a certain upbringing and then this one less because it would always feel weird to me if I had siblings. I would always yeah. feel at events moving forward like somebody's missing. Like it wouldn't feel mm-hmm. right. You know what right. I mean? And she was that one that kind of brought out that, you know, she'd say anything that would be funny, yeah. like random shit or whatever. And the it's funny, like, fun sister, the one I forgot that she was the one when uh, um when um Barack Obama and Michelle Obama was addressed in Black History Month in the White House, that she was the one that screamed out, Hey Michelle. 
And um, Obama was like, you know, we celebrating Black History Month when somebody screamed out, hey, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really, I, really sweet. I love it. Um, it's a yeah. YouTuber in Philly, um, the Scorpion Show. Y'all should watch them. But they were really close to the Braxons. Yeah. And one of the co-hosts, Kevin, was saying how good of a time she was. And, you know, she really was sweet. He had nothing but good things to say about her. So Definitely prayers to everyone that loved her and their family. Yeah. And I pray that they, the sisters, you know, moving forward, will have a better sisterhood and continue to, you know, keep our memory alive. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, going on to other things. And this is a trigger warning because this next story is really crazy. So over the weekend, I believe like last Friday, um, Former basketball wife star Royce Reed was arrested and for child neglect. So when I first read the story, um, they weren't saying much. And they were like, I, I saw it on Gossip of the City. And it just said she was arrested for child neglect. It's a mugshot of her looking really, really sad. And all they said was go to our Twitter. But her son did something and she is being charged for it. So I'm like, I'm thinking, like, is it truancy? Like, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Thinking it's something small like that. Because I know that, like, people here in Philly, they get fined and can get put. I used to work in child welfare. I know people can get in the system due to truancy of teenagers, you know? So I was thinking something like that. But no. Gossip of the City on their Twitter page posted the affidavit. And I'm going to summarize this just a little bit because it's a lot. And this is a a real trigger warning. So if you don't want to hear about like sexual assault of minors, you probably want to fast forward for like five minutes because it's a lot. It gets deep. So and I'm paraphrasing because it's like four or five pages and I'll be here all night breaking it down. So what we can summarize is, and Natasha, you can definitely jump in as you see fit. Um, her son has an open case and is because he may have possibly uh, sexually assaulted another minor, um, in 2020, I believe. In school, right? In school. school. Mm -hmm. So prior to the pandemic, I believe, um, he is, or like 2020, he assaulted somebody. I'm not sure what part of the year it was. Um, assaulted somebody and he was kicked out of school. He was entered into an intervention program. During that program, it is he wasn't allowed to be around ch- younger children, children younger than two years or weaker children. And when they mean weaker children, they mean children that cannot speak on their own or protect themselves. So let's say if he's 14, he can't be around a 16 year old nonverbal child or you know like you get what I mean right so that's what they're saying um she has a boyfriend of two years Royce his mother has a boyfriend of two years who has two smaller children in 2021 um is reported that from the child that was assaulted and from her son that he got upset with a child and a younger kid about six or seven and forced him, forced um, sexual acts on him mm. when he got angry. 
And I'm not going to go into detail. I really just say it is bad. It's really bad. I don't. I feel uncomfortable even talking about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going to. And I'm not. We're not saying this to talk about what the child did because it's unfortunate all the way around. Um, Royce in a document stated that he was once abused um, mm-hmm. by somebody and didn't get the help that he needed. Um, during a time where he may have assaulted this younger this minor, younger minor, um, Royce was in a home with the boyfriend and it only came out because somebody went to do like a home visit and investigated some things and a younger child explained. Um, Royce was then charged with child neglect because she shouldn't have, she knew that he wasn't allowed to be alone with these kids. And she, I guess, assumed because she was in a household that that didn't mean that he was alone, but he was alone in a room with them. Right. Um, it was two children, I believe, two other children that he may have assaulted in the house. So, um, yeah. At first, when I read it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I kept reading it. Like, I hate to say it. I I really... Did you want to add anything before I say this part? No, you can't. I really, I feel like I summarized it enough. I really yeah, just go to go on Twitter and go to Got City T to read the affidavit, or you because can, it's, you can Google it too. You can Google it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a lot. Like it's it's uncomfortable to talk about, and I don't want to go in on the her son because I do understand that he is also a victim. Um. And he's doing learned behavior. But I want to say about Royce is you deserve to be locked up. I I don't know no other way to say that. You you deserve to be locked up to me because this was preventable. And it's very selfish. It's very fucking selfish. And it's at a point where... As a parent, you have to put aside your own selfish needs for the betterment of your child. You have to sacrifice. And it don't just come from financial or anything like that. When your child is in need like that, you have to sacrifice your personal life to make sure that he's okay and he can be a good citizen and get the help that he needs. You got to do the best you fucking can do so that you can produce a child that won't do this to other children. Right. Um, The boyfriend, I'm not sure if he knew that her son had these restrictions or had this open case. He knew? It's in the affidavit. Oh, he did? Okay. His ass Um, need to be locked up too. Yeah. It it goes it gets deep. Well, I, I want no. You, to you finish. finish it. You go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, you absolutely right. I'll say this. Um, reading it, so it seems as though the boyfriend knew there was an incident that was about some inappropriate touching with uh, a minor child. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he said was he. Um, I guess naively believed that because he was close to this little boy and he trusted that it wouldn't happen to his children, which is very naive. Um, the other thing is with Royce and that affidavit also kind of said that she, she knew that something had took place. 
she didn't know the specifics until they had this whole investigation. investigation. And then she was like, wait, what? Like, you know, I didn't know it was that yeah. deep. However, mm-hmm. that does not, like you said, to me, it's, it's more so about that that part of the law that says um, ignorance ignorance is not um, an excuse to get away mm-hmm. with the law. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she, to me, from reading it, it seems like you were in denial. Like you are in denial about the extremities of what's going on because, and, and you know, some people are, but and I understand that's your child. You love your child. We all know that she doesn't have support from his father. Uh, well, not the way that he's supposed to be involved. And even that's in, in the affidavit. He's not, the dad isn't really there. He stopped talking to his son because he was mad about something, something stupid. But anyway, um, I feel like at the end of the day though, you have to, people have to be aware that when it comes to uh, sexual predators and sexual deviants, and no matter the age, the younger, mm-hmm. the worse, that is something that you cannot fix. Yeah. And I hate to say that. And I know, you know, we talk about, you know, fixing people and rehabilitating people into society. In all actuality, when I did my internship um, at probation and parole, those were always considered high risk. They will forever be considered high risk. That's why they have mm-hmm. a sex offender re- registry. Because when you have a certain, um, you know, preference for a certain type of sexual behavior, you will always go back to that because it's something that is satisfying you. Just like, you know, we go to certain mm-hmm. pages on Pornhub or wherever you go. Speaking of, well, that's not the appropriate time, but me, I got to talk about this a little later. Something else I wanted to talk about with that. But anyway, um, you know, you look up what you look up because that's what you know gets you off. But so, this is the weird part with him. It, well, not weird, but it's the the bizarre of it is that he said he didn't get, he didn't do it because he's attracted to the boys. It was like out of anger as yeah. a way to punish them. And right. that he's, he was very explicit about things that he's attracted with girls and stuff. But like with him, he was saying like, he's angry at the little kid. So this was his way of punishing him because he was upset. So it it, is hard. I understand as a parent to try to fix this, but like you said, what is there? I don't want to say that there's no way to fix, but damn sure, bitch, you ain't helping it. You ain't helping it. Like, you really didn't help it. You put him right in a line of fire and left a... Like, if I'm trying to lose weight, bitch, you put a cheesesteak in front of me when right. I'm, instead of a side. Right. And, and said, here, you know, oh, here go all the ingredients. I'm going to leave you in a room with this. I'm going to make and it the I'm way you like it. I, like, I don't know. I just... To me, I know that he says that, but... All right, so, like, certain serial killers, right... They might kill people and not necessarily rape them or do anything like sexually with them, but it can still have a sexual uh, kind of like a, a whole thing with it. Arousal, arousal. I think that to me, from what it sounds like, and, and that is an important part about the I only did it when I'm angry. The things that he was making be done when he was angry is very, it's very disturbing. Um, I feel like, you know, I don't know if it's something that you thought you may like, because in the affidavit, I seen it. He said, it said that it started like he did it when he was angry. And then 
you know, I guess then he decided that it wasn't like, all right, I'm, you know, we're just going to stop. But then he tried again later on that day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, well, is this something that you wanted to want to like, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I I don't think we'll even understand it to be honest. It's it's like, I'm not even trying to understand it. I'm going to be totally honest. I'm not trying to understand why this little boy did it because that's above my pay grade right now. I just don't understand why, like, this is why I say, like, I get frustrated with a lot of people. And I, I'm not just putting this on Royce. I'm putting this on Dwight Howard, too, because apparently it's weird to me that it's, like, just Royce Reed's son. No, this is both of you guys' son. And had you been a more involved parent, what happened to him to cause him to have this reaction with other children, if you were involved, then perhaps this shit wouldn't have happened in the first fucking place. Yeah. And I know we're not supposed to place blame in situations like that, but there's a point where both of y'all were so obsessed with being evil towards each other as parents that y'all didn't give a fuck about what was happening with this child. Yeah. And one thing, um, somebody pulled up an old post from all the, um, straight from the A um, blog, was an old post from like 2012, I think. And it was just questioning Royce's decisions as far as men, because she had one guy that she had a picture of her son and another guy and this guy she was dating in bed was just saying how he was a good son. And then they said less than a year before she did the same. She was saying how somebody, how she appreciates her other boyfriend before that, how he treats them like a son. It's like, you keep, having putting these niggas in this child life and i don't know who did what to him but it's like it doesn't seem like you have sound mind and make sound decisions you're fucking childish you you so worried about having these boyfriends you downstairs fucking cooking and you left these two little kids with your son and you know that your son has a pet like it don't matter if he was um a, a kid that liked to beat up on younger kids or if he was angry or like you shouldn't have done it. If it wasn't ever sexual, you shouldn't have left those kids. And sir, you're a piss poor fucking parent. And that's why what we said before, stop fucking dating men that are fucking hobosexuals. Because there is right. no reason why the fuck this man should be living in this house? Why she, he should have brought him, those children to that house? And there's no reason why, as a grown-ass fucking 40-year-old fucking woman, you would allow your allow these little kids to be in your fucking home unsupervised. And did y'all tell those kids' mothers, or mother, I don't know, what the fuck was happening in their house? No, you didn't. So it's yeah. sad. You did he the did, fucking he crime. Did tell, he did tell the mom. He did say something before, or after, uh, after he found out that it that it happened to his exactly son. He said to the mom. because I'm pretty fucking sure a woman would have not allowed her child to go there if she would have known prior to. But see, these the are the things been. that women. This is why, and I'm sorry, but this is why it is so important to know who your spouse is fucking with. And I always tell people this. Like, me and my daughter's father go through this all the time. He tries to be very secretive. Granted, he's not, you know, in a relationship. He claims he's not going to ever be. If you ever are, like I told him, my main thing is I need to know who she is. I need to know who the fuck she's around. I need to know everybody in the house. Like, my daughter just made a comment to me that one of her friends wanted her to sleep over her house. I'm like, well, who lives in her house? And she's like, I was just her and her mom. Even that, I don't know her. I, I don't need her know name. Her I need her last name. 
I need to hang out with the bitch. Exactly. Like, I don't know her. Women do shit too. And people exactly. always, they don't talk about that. Like, I just, you have to be very mindful of scenarios that you're putting your kids in. You just trust in people. Don't fucking trust nobody. No fucking it's body. Sad. It's sad because those kids don't even know what happened. And it's mm-hmm. sad that her son was also a victim. The whole situation is sad. But like we said, it was preventable. Oh, definitely. And before you go out and anybody that's a single parent that's listening to this, before you go ahead and date and all of this other stuff, really do your due diligence because it's really not just about you. Yeah. Like if I, as a parent, if I have to sacrifice a relationship with somebody just so that I wouldn't fuck my kid up any further, I'll fucking do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Now there's three kids whose lives are fucked up. Because of the shit you did. Now your son, something that was under the wraps that didn't, the blocks didn't pick up, nobody knew about this situation. Now it's all over the fucking place. Now it's some shit that he can't run from. And you, you want to sit what? here and plead not guilty, bitch, you're guilty. It's so, but this is the part I don't get that really bothers me with her. When you found out, you ran back to the therapist. Like, it's like you're just trying to say, all right, help my child, help my child. And it's like, well, bitch, what about everybody else? Everybody like else you just world. like it's like I'm trying to quietly take care of this because I don't want my son locked. That's that's what I gained from this. I don't want my son in jail. I don't want, you know, that type of stain on him. Like just can you help? Can you I'm gonna quietly tell you this. Can you help? Can you help? Like, bitch, at the no. end of the day, I know that's your child, but at some point, you know, like you said, he is a menace to other people. Like you mm-hmm. have to look at the greater good and is I mean, come on. Cause what is I don't know. I just I really feel like she say- you know, she, like you said, she, I, I'm sorry. I feel like her mentality is childish. It's childish. Like, bitch, it's you very... getting up on fucking TikTok, making fucking dances, dancing like you <laughs> fucking 14. <laughs> Do she? You, yes. You she still dress that. like a little ass girl. You look stupid. And you, you <laughs> posed in that fucking picture like you were fucking 12 and not a grown ass woman that knew what the fuck she was doing. You didn't give a fuck. You're so worried about healing your inner child and having someone that fucking loves you that you put everybody involved at risk. Yeah. Everybody. Because you, and here's the thing, and you got up on the internet not too long ago to blast about how Dwight Howard not around his kid, when the fact that, bitch, you got all this shit going on in your motherfucking household. Mm. And not to say that he right for not being around, because he fucked up too. Because you yeah. were so busy planting your seed and creating families, and that's why I said before about that shit with Nick Cannon and Future. Y'all cannot possibly take care of all of these children the way that they should, even if you have money. There is no way that you can be there for every single child in every single household if you have money, just because you have money. And this is the shit y'all need to think about because you cannot control what nobody does in their house, but you can control what it is that your child is exposed to if you give a fuck. If you give a fuck. And then it's crazy because maybe he can't go to fucking Dwight Howard house because Dwight Howard has younger children. Yeah, as I'm well, sure that ain't so what if, <laughs> as a basketball player, he can only get his kids a certain amount of weeks, and he get them all at the same time? Perhaps, Royce, your kid can't fucking go. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's so much stuff with this, and it's like Dwight Howard, you are not exempt for this shit. You're still a fucking father, and the fact that you weren't there and you weren't making sure that. When you found out that bitch had little kids in there, you should have fucking said something to her ass too. 
Y'all getting right. on the internet complaining about everything the fuck else, but you don't want to fix the real shit that's going on. Both of y'all asses, all three of those parents need to be locked the fuck up. Yeah. That dad needs to be locked the fuck up. And that's why I say y'all need to stop being fucking hobosexuals and get y'all fucking shit together because you'll walk in and live with somebody thinking you're getting over and you fuck your life up. And you're stuck in a fucking situation that you had no intentions on being on because you didn't want to stand on your own fucking two feet as an adult and make sure and protect yourself and protect your fucking kids. She needs to grow the fuck up. And I'm sorry, that pitiful ass mugshot ain't do shit for me. Lock her ass up. (laughs) And I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I don't want to say that because it's like you, you did this. You really did. And if I was those kids' mother, I would be devastated right now. Fucking Mm. devastated. I'm thinking Mm. about her and her children. I would be fucking devastated if I allow, you know, trying to co-parent, allowing my kids to be around their father as they should be, thinking that he's going to protect them. And shit like this is happening. You don't even give me a forewarning that this is what's Mm. going on in this bitch's house. I just don't, I want to know when, because he tried to minimize what he knew in the affidavit that I read. It was like, oh, I knew something, you knew something happened. She told you something happened. You didn't dig deeper and say, well, you know, you knew he wasn't, like he was like kicked out of school or something. Like it was this whole thing that went on and you didn't really question. The way that he talked was like, I didn't really ask too many questions. Like, you know, I just, you know, she told me something happened that, you know, was inappropriate or something. And I just kind of left it at that. And then when I found out more later, then I asked my kids and then I found out and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I, I just. I, Either I way, really... I'm fortunate and it's disgusting. And I'm sorry. She ain't the only one that did me not lock the fuck up. This boyfriend of hers need to be in jail too. Yeah. And I feel like when y'all start making people fucking accountable on what goes on in their house, even if they aren't the perpetrator, we would uh, cease a lot of this shit and a lot of this trauma because I'm so tired of hearing this fucking narrative in our community that somebody knew and they didn't do anything to stop it. Somebody knew that they did this to somebody else and still allow other people around. I'm so fucking tired of hearing this shit. It's really fucking disgusting. And until y'all start being, hold y'all fucking family members accountable, let the fucking law do it. Lock that bitch up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. Like, lock her ass up. She gonna make that fucking pitiful <laughs> ass say, mugshot. Lock that bitch the fuck up. <laughs> lock her ass up. Because she needs to grow up. She really, she's been immature since her fucking ass started shaking her ass for ludicrous on that fucking boat. She need to grow the fuck up. Mm-mm-mm. Grow the fuck up. You ain't grow up since. You fucking still dress like a fucking teeny bopper. You sitting there dancing on TikTok and your kid needs you. And you doing goofy shit. And you sitting here talking about some, I, I, I was just scared. You're scared? You're scared? Right. What about these kids? You wasn't that fucking scared. You was worried about your selfish fucking needs because you just have to have a nigga at all times. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, she gives me that. I get that energy That's from something, her. You're pitiful. I'm sorry. Like, Lock I don't really want... Up. I would rather sacrifice... I will hope it works out and I don't want to... Um, I don't want to make it a bigger deal because then he won't be around if his kids can't be around type of thing. 
You know what and I mean? That, and that's just what it, I get. I don't no, know. No, that's, that's what, what she's giving. She's giving mm-hmm. it. And it's like if you, and the thing is, I wish you gave a fuck about your kid as much as you do these niggas. Mm. I really wish you do. And that's why I be telling people, stop fucking introducing male, female. Stop fucking introducing people to every fucking body. Yeah. Stop having just mixing meagling kids and shit. Because you don't know what the fuck these kids got going on. You don't know what the fuck their other house look like. Whatever the hell is happening. Yeah. Like, uh, grow the child, child. That's just next sad. caller. <laughs> I just and, pray that you know her son. Yeah. They whatever goes on, he he needs serious help. Yeah, and I hope I, he I, gets the one it. thing I will say that I did appreciate was that he was it seems he was very honest about what he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I, that I appreciated, and I'm like, well, that's good that he felt. I don't know. That could be bad. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't even know if he honest. felt remorse. I just know he right. said exactly what happened. You know what I pray happens for him? I pray that he becomes in the custody of somebody that gives a fuck and exactly and actually attempts to get him some hope yeah. without their own selfish needs coming in the way of it. However, that might end up, at least it'll be somebody that actually took the time to sacrifice and make sure that they're getting whatever help they think they can do for this situation. Because this bitch ain't it. Yeah. Because that's some... Yeah. It's just unfortunate. Child. I don't you know. I, and Dwight Howard should be fucking ashamed of himself. You, you need I, to. I, if I was, like you said, you I, hate, you I hate that her name is the one plastered all around. And, and it's ironic because she's the only real active parent. And it, it's like, that's what I'm saying. You know, where mm-hmm. the fuck was your ass at? Like, exactly. where? You're not you know, exempt either. Did you know that your son was touched by somebody else? Are you exactly. aware of that? Like, you know, exactly. did you know all these things was going on? Or you just stopped, like, I forget what it said in the affidavit about it said his he dad was a stopped victim. talking to him about his, something. Yeah. It was something He hasn't seen his dad since the the pandemic, pandemic right? the pandemic yeah. over like a cell phone or something. it was something real was, stupid but that's what happens when you are and i'm sorry i do feel like emotions play a part with how some people raise their children and yeah. that's what happens when you have children with people you don't give a fuck about you eventually don't yeah. put as much effort into that child's life you should yeah. morally you should but if you're a fucked up person you're not going to and that's what I'm saying. This whole idea of you want to keep um, procreating and starting families and leaving them all over the place. That's the type of shit that can happen. Right. That's the type of shit. Every time you move on and you don't really care for your kids in that matter, that's the shit that can happen. And I hope this serves as a warning to a lot of people that you really need to be diligent. And when you're a parent, you have to be there. Like you have to actually give a fuck about your children and not just post them and not just have them looking nice. You have to be there for shit like this because you never know what the fuck can happen. It's the hard shit that makes you a great parent. How you fucking navigate. How the fuck can you be there for this kid? How can you be there for this kid? You can't. Because thank you God all she don't have no place. other fucking kids, child. Ooh, thank, could you imagine? Thank God. Thank <laughs> could God. You imagine? Because you, let me let me go ahead to the next theory. <laughs> Jesse Smollett Oof. has mm. been charged. Well, we already know he was charged. Um, he has to spend 150 days in jail and three months felony probation, and he has to pay 120 thousand restitution. And a twenty five k fine for hate for the hate crime uh 
hoops in Chicago. Mm. <laughs> um. So initially, when it first happened, I said before in a past episode that motherfucker made me look stupid because I I really don't like stuff like people being bullied, hate crimes. I think in my head like, what the hell does Justice Smollett? I thought like, what did he have to lie about, right? Yeah. So to find out he lied is is it's disgusting, you know? And I get a lot of people saying like he did the he's only being fine or he's only having to do this jail time because he's a celebrity, he's gay and he's black. All true. Yeah. Can't say that that's not true. But he also knew that he was black, gay, and a celebrity when he did this shit. Yeah, that's and true. that's why he did it. Like, he lied, and I feel like the thing that makes it, and I think the judge hit the nail on a coffin, he's a narcissist. Mm. (laughs) And I I feel like it's, after I saw his outburst. I was going to say, that, go, yeah, that's. That is what made me be like, oh, shit. He he thinks he's, like, in a film. Like, I, you I think you fucking Denzel. Right. I really, I said, oh, this is a Like, movie. you think this is an episode of fucking Empire. Yeah. He, he's, and, like, riding this shit out. And I feel like, I know a lot of his family, of course, is going to support him. And they don't want to see him in jail. I understand that it's that y'all don't think that he is built to do, was it six months? That's six months, 150 days? Um, About six months in jail? Um, I think, I thought it was like, mm, yeah, I guess. Like, give or take. Like like five, right? Yeah. I get, I don't think that he's equipped to do that. And like somebody said, with all the things that are happening with COVID and overpopulation, he might not even do a full month. But, and I get that y'all don't, as his family, don't want to. But Taraji, I love Taraji. I understand you're trying to support him. But to compare him to Emmett Till, I'm going to read y'all what she said. Oh, I didn't know she said that. Oh, I'll read what she said. And I, it's so annoying to me when y'all try to make a thing a thing. So she says, um, she posted a black post that said free jesse she says i am not here to debate you on his innocence but we can agree that the punishment does not fit the crime Emmett till was brutally beaten ultimately murdered because of a lie and none of those people involved with his demise spent a day in jail even after carolyn bryant admitted that her claims were false no one was hurt or killed during the during jesse's ordeal nobody but him he has all he has already lost everything, everything to me as an artist, not being able to create that in itself is punishment enough. He can't get a job. No one how in Hollywood will hire him. And again, as an artist who loves to create, that is prison. My prayer is that he is free and put on house arrest and probation, because in this case, that would seem fair. Of course, that seems fair. Right. Of course, being on probation or parole, that seems very fair. But when you create a mockery of a city that already has a lot of crime, and because of your celebrity, they are pulling people from the streets to figure out what the hell just happened. And for you today, still stand on that lie. And I don't like, I don't feel like the comparison with Emmett Till 
Like it's it's tomatoes and tomatoes. Cause this nigga lied that on himself. That bitch was super reaching, like stretching. Yeah, arms like I'm not being funny. I'm I love you, Taraji, but that's tomatoes and tomatoes. Cause he called the cops on himself. He committed a crime and called the cops on himself. You didn't have to call the cops. <laughs> I read, you didn't have to call the cops. And you sat there, and it's so strange. It's so bizarre. I'm not trying to be funny, but no, you sat there. He caught the cops on himself. Yeah, you know the shit go left. Like my nigga, you sat there with a noose that you created yourself, waiting. <laughs> and you in front of establishments that has cameras mm-hmm. and can obviously see. Yeah. And you, you like, you know how much fucking crime Chicago is right up there with Philly. You know how much shit is happening in this city for you to, as a black celebrity, to pull some shit like that. It's embarrassing to the city, and I could see why they would make your ass do time because they don't. They're making an example out of you, unfortunately. And when that was a risk that had to be that you knew before you did this stupid shit. All right. Like, don't compare fucking Emmett Till to this. That's extreme. That's an extreme. He's no fucking Emmett One has nothing to do with the other. It's disrespectful to Emmett Till's family. Um, You know, the whole history behind it. It's disrespectful. It's very, very disrespectful. That was a, first of all, that was a child. You are comparing him to a a fucking child that was wrongly accused of doing some extreme shit. A child that was lied on and killed. Like, right. Was it lied? (laughs) Like, you know, this is not that. Now, what I will say, yes, was it overkill as far as the jail time? Yes, it's unnecessary. It is. We all know that, but like you just said, you know, just the same reason why he did it is probably also parts of reasons why the fuck he got the time he got to. Do you think that they give a fuck about a black gay male? That's that's rich, by the way. Um, why not? Yeah, by their standards, he's a rich guy. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. And it's like, oh, you know, they kept reiterating the fact that, and it, and this is true, like you said, that city already got a lot going on. And then you took, you know, all these resources, you know, that could have been used for real crime for some, for this shit. Like, and it was just days and hours and weeks and months mm-hmm. and all this. And it was all a fucking hoax. I just want to know how did he think that was going to end up? I really didn't really, I, I, I don't believe he was sober when it happened. That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, she and, went left that, that went left, but him and that yeah. fucking public outburst. That public when I seen out, that like, shit, guys, I said, well, oh, whoa. <laughs> I say, I, I Google was taking that. Back. If y'all want to see an Oscar worthy performance, <laughs> look at that shit up because I can't even understand. That's what made me really be like, I don't know what he needs. And I feel like it's unfortunate because if y'all give a fuck about what another thing, if y'all want to advocate and give a fuck about what people need, get them the tools to get what they need. This is right. ha- this happened in 2019. Yeah. Why the fuck he hasn't been in therapy? Why haven't y'all gotten a good PR team? He could get could have got redemption. He could have turned this shit around, like really, really explain. Like, I I don't know why I did this. Um, I wasn't, I was under the influence, I was in a bad space. I felt like my career, and I thought this was the right thing because I know publicity, good or bad, can push your career. And I made a terrible decision. I'm remorseful. He still 
is going on with the lie. Well, and he, he actually the, up the ante to me. Well, go up ahead, I'm the ante. Yeah, he no, you're the, right. No, like with that, when he said, you know, I, I'm not, you know, because now you're the victim. Oh, you know, if anything happens to me, I want it to be known that I am not suicidal. And I'm listening like, well, where did that come from? And then the brothers giving updates about, oh, well, you know, they said that they, you know, put him in this um, suicide watch and, you know, I'm going up there to see what's going on. I'm like, so are we, is this how we're trying to change the narrative to say, oh, he's, you know, mental health, suicide. Yeah. And, I mean, well, know, Sandra Bland, are we trying to- mentally wrong with him. But and it I seemed like big. Sandra Bland-ish. Like you was trying yeah, to Yeah, I think you're like, trying to take a narrative that don't fit you. Right, another feel, one. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's unfortunate because- I don't want to say like when, you know, like we say all the time, narcissists have enablers, but when you have a loved one you get care about, I can see you are like, no, like he wouldn't do this. He's scared because you still see them as the person that you love. You see that part of him that everybody else don't get to see. Yeah. So you're trying to advocate for him. And I get the brother, I get the sisters, all of that shit. But at the end of the day, Jesse really needs help. Yeah. Because that is such a crazy hoax to put together. And you didn't even do it well. You I, have traces all over the fucking place. It, it's just... It's Those just cops figured that shit out in less than a week. I want moving forward. I want the family to update themselves. Don't update us. Like, I don't want to see you on live saying, oh, this is going on. My brother's not suicidal. And then, all right, I just came back from the... Th- Listen, yeah, don't, y'all take don't, care of that privately. Like that's because nobody believes that he's going to kill himself. Unless you go visit him and he's in an infirmary, then work on getting him probation privately. It's not a public matter. And I, I get, I do feel like the, the punishment does not fit the crime. But yeah. I also feel like I said, the reason he did it is the reason why he's in jail. They're going to make an example out of you because the justice system are not going to protect your ass. That is yeah. proven. That's fucking proven. And you knew that you took the risk and you didn't give a fuck. And it's yeah. like, it's so many people that is in jail for shit they didn't do. Yeah. They are doing crazy amount of crime um, time with proven, you know, there's people that are on death row where they're saying like there's witnesses that see fucking murder he's in fucking prison for life basically and there are witnesses that are saying that they were there and he did not do it and they they were coerced to be a witness and it it was corrupt and all of this other stuff so do you think that you someone who's blatantly lying about a crime that didn't happen that you will walk off scot-free yeah, Chicago is trying to get a hold on all of the shit that's going on in that city. And you do yeah. some bum ass, stupid ass shit like this. I believe his ego They're going to make you an example. That he, was, he, he could get away with it. I really believe that. Yeah, if it wasn't for them pesky little cops <laughs> doing their fucking job <laughs> for once. That's the odd part. Y'all can't <sighs> solve none of the fucking murders in the city, but y'all just figured out what the fuck Jesse Smollett was doing. Because yeah, okay. he was real sloppy about it. It was just stupid. It was it, it, it's crazy, <sighs> crazy, crazy. 
I just, well, I ain't even going to beat a dead horse, but I'll just say this. I just want to know what made him say, I'm going to use these men <laughs> as the ones that's going to do. Like, he I was mean, fucking one of them. <laughs> right, but like, it doesn't fit the narrative, right? Like, it's but just, got, that's the. That's the craziest part is like, you picked the cut fucking coldest day in history to do this shit. <laughs> just stupid. Just in front of Subway, where perhaps there will be cameras. And you got two big black men. Black. And fucking mega heads. <laughs> yeah. He he just threw it off. Like, God, bro. <laughs> and it's like, like I said, for him to do that fucking speech, y'all didn't do y'all due diligence and get him help. Because yeah. a person that would have got a reduced time would not have done that speech. Yeah. They would not have done that speech. And that's unfortunate. But yeah. Um, what do you think we got time for next, friend? Really just the glow up at this point. Yeah. <sighs> I got some change. We can ball out. Um, <laughs> what you wanna do? Um, what you say? I said I got some extra change this week. We can ball out. What you wanna do? <laughs> Let's get a dollar. That's all I no, want. No, let's go ahead and go into the glow topic and that's going to take us over. Um, yeah. we going, next week, we want to catch up on a couple of these things because we do want to talk about them. But, all right. Yeah. So, this week, we wanted to talk about nav- because they are a lot of offices, like we said last week, are wanting their staff to return to the office. And a lot of us haven't been in the office full time. And if we have, it's been hybrid. So, you only see a couple of people at a time. And right. then you remote the re- you work remotely the rest of the time or you are working um strictly remote. So how are we going to navigate being around difficult co-workers mm. moving forward? And <sighs> I can tell you right now, my therapy session is about to be lit. That <laughs> <laughs> thing's about to be lit. See, I think sometimes she be thinking ain't shit wrong with me until I'm put, because I don't be in situations <laughs> right. as much as I used to be until right. I have to be in these situations. One thing about me, um, I'm very monotone and I have a very um, off and on switch. Like, I just don't care. Right. Like, I'm very um, matter of fact, as Natasha would say. And it's either one way or this way. Like, I don't have to be your friend. Yeah. And I don't like nasty attitudes. So one of the ways I combat nasty attitudes is either I don't give you no energy at all. All Or another thing I realized is I'm going to get you together, but I'm going to be very pleasant about it. So what does a nasty attitude at work look like? That, a nasty that attitude. That will give you, for that. well, that would make you, um, you know, you know, be nice. Like a hostile word. Okay. So like an one, example. Like how so I'll you, give you a couple. Yeah. And these are things that actually happen. <laughs> give you a couple. So <laughs> um, I always was raised if you walk into a room, you say hello to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like if you are at work, we all, most jobs work as a team, as a collective, and you have to 
be cordial, if nothing else. You don't have to be friends with anybody, but you should just have a level of respect for one another. So right. one thing about me, if I walk into a room or walk into an area, like a common area, and there's people there, I will say, good morning, hello, hi, how y'all doing? You know, I have right. experienced people, like, just act like I didn't say anything. Like, yeah. I just don't exist. And, and we're not talking, like, no big room. like a Yeah, small, like, very like, small space. I know space. you heard me. So I'm like, I'll say it again. Good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello. <laughs> you know. Right. Oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Because that's the, that's, you, you can say fucking, I say hello to my fucking dogs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can't talk back, but they show love. Right. <laughs> like, like, you say hello, you know, people, I don't even know, I can walk up the street and they say good morning, and I say good morning back, and I keep walking. Yeah, me too. That's the least you could do. I have to see you every day. Mm-hmm. We have to at least have a cordialness so that we can work together in any way that looks like right um that's one thing and i I feel like that really shit like that sets a tone that people don't understand because now i'm uncomfortable right you're trying to make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um what's one that you have um okay so let's say um I'm busy doing something, right? Let's say like, you know, maybe I'm on a phone with a client or I'm on my computer and you just hear me typing away. Don't just walk into the room or whatever space I am and just start talking to me. Like yes. there, like you said, it's just about, and these are basic manners we're touching on. Yes. Like we didn't even get into the deep shit. Do not just come in and say to me, oh, hey, Natasha, such and such. And I'm like, oh, give me a second. Like you see a task. Right. Don't do that. Um, I I have a big, big thing with that. Like, you know, it's a, it's all about being professional. And if I, you know, when it happens, I have to say, you know, well, give me a second. You know, and mind you, these are people that I probably can never do that to. Um, with, or even when I am cordial and I do it the respectful way, it's an, it is, uh, I get pushed back in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something else I was about to say too. Oh, being my semi supervisor and you're not getting paid to do it. Period. And nobody elected you to do it. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me what and you're I not need qualified to do at all. I don't need you to check why the fuck I'm not there if I'm not sitting. As you know, I had a coworker come to me last week when I was at work. They were complaining about their own self and they said that people were coming up to them saying, "Oh, I was looking for you, and you wasn't there." She's like, "Well." So, you know, okay, well, what's up? Like, what are you, why are you looking for me anyway? Like, okay, if I wasn't there, then keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't need somebody to say, oh, yeah, you know, well, this person was here, but, you know, they were here at 830, and, you know, I didn't see you till 912. Whose problem is that? Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know, instead of, like DeAndre said, nice, nasty for me, before I would want to get smart. But now, you know... I'm like, oh, you know, okay, well, and I just keep going. I don't focus on what the, you know, what you was trying to, the little micro You wanted wanted me to be nasty. You wanted me to come back You wanted me to, exactly. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm here now. You know, you can give me the information now, and I'm going to just keep it pushing. Because I know what you're looking for, and I get greater satisfaction if I know for a fact that's what you want out of me, that I'm not going to give it to you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just not going to give it to you because I know that's what you're looking for. 
Um, what about some other ones? Let's go to um, a little deeper than that. Let's go deeper. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the things that I really don't like, and I don't know how this works in other places. Um, I don't throw my team under the bus. Ooh, I do not throw how coworkers under the bus at all. Um, in no way, shape, or form. Right. You know, I don't give pre-warnings of people. I don't mm. try to sway people about how I might personally feel. Because to be honest, if I don't like somebody, more than likely they don't know. Unless they do right. something to me and I have to, like, address it. And usually I'm going to go on by my day. Right. Um, one thing I really don't like is where someone, like, gives their preconceived notion about me to somebody else. Right. I don't do that. Um, right. Working in social services... There are sometimes you may work with clients that are like, you know, oh, I called this person and they didn't call me back yet. They'll just immediately call the next person and mm-hmm. they'll just say, oh, this person is trying to reach you and they cannot find you. And that literally just happened to me not too long ago. And it's like, what? This person didn't call me. And then right. you're like, you're on edge because now you feel like, okay, you're coming for my livelihood. You're questioning what I'm doing as if I'm not doing my job. And then come to find out these things weren't even said by a said client. Right. You know, you know, right. um, I don't play that. I've had people try to do this with coworkers that I'm not even cool with. Be like, oh, you know, I had someone do that the other day, call me for something because somebody else that they were working with didn't answer the phone when they called at the time that they wanted them to talk to. Now, let me say this. Most jobs that work with people, you got 48 hours to contact a person back. Yeah, exactly. Because we have a multiple multitude of clientele. Right. So instead of feeding into, I'm like, okay, well, what do you need? Right. Yeah. Because what do you need? Right. What do you need, right. do you need help with? Right. Because you want to exactly. complain about this coworker. I don't know what this person is doing. And it's none of mm-hmm. your business what they're doing. Exactly. You want it help? I'm offering you help. What do you want help with? Because mm-hmm. I don't play those type of games because then they'll give you the idea to think that you're going to play with me about this later. And I don't yeah. do that because I don't know what anybody is doing. I don't care what they're doing. You called me. You said you want help. What you need help with? Exactly. I don't do all of that. And some people will feed into it and say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do this. I can't believe they did. I, I'm not, you'll never get that from me. Right. You'll never get that from me. People. Um. Another one is office drama. Oh, that's the, that's the big one. That's the big one. And... <laughs> We have went one day. We're gonna tell y'all a story. That's gonna be that's a long story time. That is a yes, long, is. long, 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 long story time. But yes. one thing now moving forward, I don't get. I have at my job. I've been here for a while. Me and Sasha got hired around the same time. Right. I only talk to two people. <laughs> right. Natasha's one of them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't get involved in office drama. I don't care what nobody has going on. I don't engage. I'm about when I'm at work, I'm at work. I'm not trying to build no fucking bonds off of gossip. Right. Child. And because 10 times out of 10, I don't give a shit. 
Exactly. I do not care. <laughs> I don't. I'm not adding my two cents to it. All I'm mm-hmm. doing is putting in a Rolodex in my mind, which you told me. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I'm going to move forward. It's in the Keep back of my brain. And mm-hmm. when it's time to bring it to the forefront, that shit going to flip, flip, flip. And that's it. I don't right. get involved in the office drama because I feel like the people that go run and tell stuff, they are the ones that are not going to be forthcoming about what was said when it's time to be said. And I learned that yeah. from experience. That's true. And I end up looking dumb because I'm trying to protect somebody else. When in reality, they wanted to see this big blow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. I'm never, ever, ever going to be in a place where I play puppeteer. Because right. while I am a professional, I'm still DD from West Philly. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, certain things, I'll leave it. I'll leave that, I'll leave that girl right back, right back there. Okay. Right. So yeah. it's only a certain amount of disrespect I'm ever going to be able to obtain. And one thing I'll say is I won't ever engage. I won't, I don't care. And moving forward, I would say, somebody say like, oh, anything. Be like, oh, well, can you send me an email about this? Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, I feel like you have to make a paper trail these days. And if they, it's not something they want to put on a paper trail, I don't even need to hear about it. Right, exactly. I, or I'm a paper troll them, and I'm going to say, oh, you know, per our conversation earlier where you stated da 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 can you come, you know, is that accurate? Right. And they say, oh, it's not. I'm going to still have on paper, paper trail that you came to me with some bullshit. <laughs> right, as you should. And that's the one that's, thing. And one thing I didn't know before my friend Shanice actually told me this is if you ever have an issue with a higher personnel or with working and you want to document what it is that's being said, blind CC yourself on your personal email so you can have Mm -hmm. all of the receipts and just follow up. I always knew to follow up with conversations I've had on the phone, but I'm not really, I haven't been diligent about blind CCing myself. Yeah. And that's the line on the email with say BCC. And you know what though? So I'm glad because that's what my next thing was going to be was office politics. Yes. <laughs> and that's one of my biggest pet peeves is that in the reverse, because I feel like when certain people, let's say me and you have a conversation or a misunderstanding, right? Mm-hmm. Like the example I gave earlier about um, the time thing, if you mm-hmm. know, oh, this client, blah, blah. Don't be funny and try to send me an email stating the same thing because in my head, because I know about the BCC. So I'm always aware that, oh, okay, did you blind CC a superior so that they Mm -hmm. can see it because you're trying to throw me, like you said, under the bus. Like, Mm -hmm. I I just want, you know, and y'all, I definitely would love to hear your take on different things that you guys have to navigate navigate, what you go about doing it but for now like for me moving forward and this is like very recent like it's stuff that you know i seen recently i didn't even tell deandra because i'm like i'm really really trying to be better when it comes to leaving the past alone and just not getting involved and stuff that just really because i'm really just after we hang up (laughs) (laughs) so here you go (laughs) i should never said it ain't nothing major but you know, I just, um, I feel like, you know, when it comes to office politics, 
I'm not good with that because it's just a dirty game. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, we all know Mm -hmm. that it's a game that you have to play. So when the drama is involved, like you have to be very mindful of who you fucking talk to. You have to be very mindful of who you confide in. You have to be mindful of when you, like you said, office drama, what two cents you add. And honestly, it could be two cents you don't fucking add. So like it was a situation that happened to me last week where I felt like, you know, um, and that's what I was going to tell you about because I don't think we had talked about that, where I feel like a, a certain coworker of mine keeps coming to me complaining about other people and they're purposely, I'm realizing now they're purposely mm-hmm. speaking openly and I don't even know who they're talking about. Mind you, I never question who they're talking about because I don't fucking care, right? But I noticed that I feel like I'm being used, you know, like when people do stuff when they're trying mm-hmm. to be smart to somebody else and they say shit on loud on purpose, and it's like, I thought it's about like, it because I was a bully. Right. And it's like, don't use me as, you know, somebody you're bouncing off of. Because if I get dragged into any of this type of shit, I'm cursing everybody the fuck out, including mm-hmm. you. Because, bitch, I don't have nothing to do with none of this shit. And I don't give a fuck. I don't mm-hmm. care. So moving forward, yes, everybody likes a little gossip, even though Zach like they don't. We all yeah, like a little gossip, a little office drama. You like to hear a little tea about coworkers and shit you didn't know, right? But at the end of the day, what I've learned, I can be friendly with people. I don't give a fuck about revealing stuff. I don't care about, you know, I really don't care about who's arguing with who. I just listen. Oh, that's crazy. I, don't care. I give such um, generic responses now that it can't be interpreted in any way besides, girl, well, all you can do is just keep pushing forward. I'm do like, those oh, type of wow. things. Right, that, like, you <laughs> know, or did, you, or did you say something to such and such? Well, yeah. maybe you might want to, you know, just to nip that in the bud, girl. Like, that's my new responses. But before, yeah. it would be like, girl, psh, I already know who you talking about. I don't do that no more. I don't yeah. even do that. I know who you talking about or, yeah, you know. I don't even do none of it because honestly, it don't fucking help you in the long run. It don't. Like, I'll oh wow you and I'll and sometimes if I don't really fool with you like that, I'll just stare at you. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it right yeah. there because I don't trust you either. <laughs> exactly. And, and I also I don't who... play into the games. I don't play into the bullying. I don't like right. when people um, I I never ever ever do this. I never play into when people are loud talking about someone that's in the room and they're being um facetious or subliminal. Subliminal, like I don't do that because right. I walk. I've done this before where I will just walk away. Like I might I might part of it. Right, you don't because then because in a second I'm gonna ask you who you talking about. Right. I, but I don't. I honestly like, don't what care. What you talking about? I don't because like, I don't care. Right. And I, I just feel like with that, also protecting your peace is important. With going back to the office, taking lunch, I used to be at a location by myself, and because I would be there like once a week by myself, I would have lunch by myself. But people think start, tend to think that you're being lonely, right? Yeah. But most of the time, I'm literally like taking that time to have my lunch and I'm listening to Black Girl Brunch or I'm listening to The Read. Like, I'm listening right. to YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, I'm listening right. to my podcast, my YouTubers. Like, I'm listening to this shit and I'm enjoying my fucking lunch. Right. <laughs> but people think because you're by yourself, you're feeling lonely. That's and right. it's like, right. no, I'm not lonely. I'm not right. lonely at all. I'm okay. 
You know, and it's okay to have boundaries. Yeah, and like, it's, it's and okay. no one to start telling you about everything that's going on. Um, I remember one time, uh, she's a very nice lady. She walked up. She was like, "I don't like to bother you." She said, "All this shit that be going on in here, I like you. I don't be want to bother you at lunch because you be." watching your YouTube or whatever. You be on your phone listening to stuff and eating your lunch. I don't like to bother you with the shit that's going on. I don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Leave, <laughs> leave, me, leave me be. Be mm-hmm. me be. Sorry, y'all. Leave me be. Because when you hear, you know, y'all see the person, the quiet person that's sitting, come in and go to work, come in, go to work, say, and be pleasant. Let them be pleasant. Don't right. get that person involved because you never know what's going to end up happening. And and the main thing is to, um, cause I know we kind of got to wrap it up, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say this at the end of the day, you know, don't let other people, because a lot of people are miserable and, and, yes. and depending on the field you work in, you know, it shows more, um, and is more prevalent than others. But um, just be very mindful that that shit is outside of you. It has nothing to do with you. And if you mm-hmm. are somebody that they are, you know, they keep fucking with you or, you know, you know, a certain coworker don't like you. It's always these little microaggressions that they do. Just know that that person like and, and it's easier said than done, of course. But what I've learned is that I look at the person and say, I really do feel sorry for them because mm-hmm. at, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, the fact that this is what you every day, every single day, this the majority of us spend the majority of our time. If you're physically still going to work at fucking work, right? Mm-hmm. So you're physically with these people. This is how you are all the time. I know you don't mm-hmm. go home and be happy and looking at unicorns and rainbows. So yeah. if, at the end of the day, be mindful that shit is beyond you. Know how to keep them firm boundaries. Don't let them suck you in. That is the name of the game. Do not yeah. get sucked in. Don't let, I mean, you're. we're all human beings. Of course, certain things might hurt your feelings. You know, people might offend you. They might say things disrespectfully to you. And just learn to, you know, it happens once. Don't let it happen again. Learn to exactly. move around. Learn to not put yourself in certain predicaments. And if it's a situation where you feel like you can't get out of, what you do is you pull your supervisor to the side and let them know, listen, I, at the end of the day, if you don't do something about this one, it's going to be a problem. And, and I would say follow that up with an email and have exactly. it written. Because if, somebody, if you pop CC. off, you do not need to be the one getting fucking written up or fired because you reacted. No, I, t- I fucking told y'all that this bitch was bothering me and y'all ain't do nothing about it. So if I react, it just is what it is. And because this <laughs> happened with a family member of mine, if it is your superior, right. I would start documenting what happened, blind CCing yourself. And contacting HR. Yep. Like, so many times we be afraid, but to be like, oh, you know, they be like, well, HR protects the company. Well, I'm a blind CC myself, and I'm going to have these because what's going to happen is I have things on you, and if you could just blindly complain to me about me to HR, I'm going to do the same with you. Exactly. And I'm going to protect myself because I'm not ever, ever going to want again work in a hostile work environment just like i had to be respectful you have to respect me and if i feel like i'm being picked on about something i'd rather go to hr because i'm have this documented right that you you tend to pick or you make me uncomfortable or you do microaggressions because we're not doing this no more it's 2022 we were working from home very well 
and I'm not going to go back to an office or any sector. And I don't think anybody should and be uncomfortable because for that, for my own mental health, because my shit is through my insurance. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I am in therapy. Baby, (laughs) for my mental health, I cannot do this. And this is bothering me. So um, let us know some of y'all tips and things about navigating office with difficult coworkers, hostile work environments, you know, even like readjusting back into the office because I need tips. (laughs) Um, And you, you got anything to add, Natasha? No, I was. I need tips too, child. So let us know. <laughs> let us know. Not my stay. So yes. Yeah, so you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Um, follow us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. On Twitter at Just Let It Glow. Um, and you can follow me at DeAndre Kier underscore. Um, and that's all folks. And we hope you have a glowtastic, beautiful week. We are coming up on a year on April 1st and yes, we will be celebrating. Are. So thank you guys for listening. Please remember to rate and review and yes. we appreciate you guys. We do. We love you guys for sticking it out with us and, you know, just keep, you know, continuing to listen and support us and we appreciate you like DeAndre said. Yes. So I guess until next time, we'll see you.